the star, the star, the star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fizz on the fizz on the feet. Yeah, yeah, we live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound shape, sound shape, sound shape. Crown the king, crown the kings, homie. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Hard and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. No hot the depot, yes. These are the sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always this season to keep the start five. Start five. We going in on three. Run the baseline, start five. Get it. We got what you need. We got what you need. If the sports news you seek, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live. We got what you need. We got what you need. We going in on three. Run the baseline, start five. Get it. We got what you need. We got what you need. And y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest guest stick. I got what you need, I got what you need, 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 what you need. Each and every week we got what you need for you, mother. What up everybody? It's your boy the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy, all the way from deepest, darkest Africa. It's actually just cloudy today, but we back. With the newest episode of the Star Five, as always, we need y'all to not point in his face, but pointing to the QR code in the top corner. Scan that, get to everything Star Five podcast related. Thank you, Jamal. Oh, yeah, you go. Now you got it. You'll get it right soon. But uh, yeah, as you see right next to me, before we go around, we got the homie Sean McArthur in the. Yeah. I was gonna say in the building, but he outside. <laughs> we, outside. we outside. You know what I'm saying? But uh. Yeah, what up? Say what's up to everybody. Say hello. hello. Everybody. My name is Sean McCart. I'm a comic book illustrator. And yeah, I'm happy to be here, y'all. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Now, we're going to talk about how we all linked up and all of that. But before we do that, part of the reason why we were able to link up is my brother to the right. What's up, y'all? What's up, everybody? Everybody listening? What's up, Sean, brother? Good to see you again. Yep. Good you know, to see you, too. Brother, big, big fan of your work. Thank everything you. yeah man everything I, I caught from you that day my niece took it all my niece is a is a, a graphic artist wait let me turn this up Say that again. so yeah everything i bought for you that day my niece took it and she's a, she's a huge <laughs> comic book fan and she's a graphic artist and an illustrator herself so she fell in love with this stuff so uh you, I'm grateful. you, got, you got another fan bro so um but no pleasure having you aboard bro thank you and we just had another fan show up. A little dragonfly jumped on the top of my computer. Yep. But last but not least, the big O in the building. What up? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, fellas? Everything good? Um, you know, uh, had a good time. Um, so far, I had a good time over this weekend. Besides a little dust up with the, uh, you know, with the friendly neighborhood police yesterday. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all good. All right, um, we here. Tell the story. <laughs> Nah, uh, um, um, you know, went, went to a, went to a friend's house last night. You know, um, well, it wasn't me per se getting into a dust up, but 
went to a block party last night. They try to they try to shut it down. Dominicans uh, playing baseball try to try to shut it down or whatever. You know, um, <laughs> it, it is 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 it was crazy. I mean, of course, you know, people were out there recording or whatever, but no, it's all it's all good. It's all good. That's we here. Nobody, nobody, nobody got nobody got bracelets put on them. All right. So the yeah. stop the cops were stopping people from playing baseball, right? No, 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 no. They were trying to shut down the block party. Oh. Yeah, the guys, the guys playing baseball, the Dominicans over there playing baseball, try to uh, try to shut it down. Called wow. the fire department on us first, and then called the police on us. Too many black people. Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all my Dominican family, but you know, y'all gotta start recognizing y'all black too. I love y'all, man. I swear I do. I yeah. love y'all. But y'all just as black as us, though. Big facts. But somebody who's black as us, but is way better of an artist than us, Sean. Yo. What's good? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you know, had an early morning, had an early start, started drawing, just chilling, about to go and meet up with some family afterwards. Yeah, this weekend has been smooth, like a little smooth. Smooth, right? Hey, smooth, and it's a great way to describe your artwork, too. Very freaking smooth. Uh, following the brother on TikTok now for a little bit, but we we gotta before we get into the beginnings and the journeys and you know how your sister tried to play you on TikTok oh, recently, yo. which was oh, hilarious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yo, but but we gotta the, Jamal. You could kick off how we all first started to to you know to link up, and and then I'll finish it off with the the funnier irony behind all of this shit. Yeah, so the brothers and I, we was out in Philly for Cigar Week. Shout out to Philly Cigar Week. Chilling and doing our thing. And in between one of our stops, we had headed over to the the HNIC conference. Um, So uh, we was over there checking out some of the dope black artists and, and cosplay and, and gaming and a bunch of stuff, you know. And we was walking around and I was looking at some of the art and whatever. And this brother's here, his his art just caught my eye. I, I passed his table the first time and I came back. I was like, and I just started chopping it up with him, looking at all the stuff. And then he started breaking down his comic books, uh, his comic book to me and some of the poster art. And I was like, right away, I was like, here you go, take my money. <laughs> take my money, man. Oh, and it's funny because um, that, that show, that particular show, um, I was like, you know, this time around, let me do a new approach. If you if you buy something, you know, if you, if you buy something from me, I'll, I'll throw you a poster. I'm trying to get rid of uh, 2020 and 2021's uh, poster line so I can make new uh, a new poster line. And so, like when when we started talking, um, uh, I was like. I was telling my fiance who also draws and everything and she does comic books, murals, so on and so forth. But we'll get into that. Um, I was telling her H and I C com was the first time was the first time ever. My bad. There we go. It was the first time ever that um, it was a con that people picked up my books and not my fan art. Nice, nice, nice. And I mean, they picked up my books in other cons, right? But not intensely as HNIC con. They were like, yeah, we want that book. And matter of fact, Black Label Comic Con, which happened afterwards, did the same thing. 
So it, it's like, oh, you got your own shit. All right, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna we're gonna buy your work. We love this, but we love your comics. So I appreciate y'all for even stopping at the table. Um, it, it was a humbling experience. Word, and then um, well, while while they did that, like I know I was kind of like floating around everywhere. We was trying to give out cards and stuff like that, and. Then, you know, just trying to connect that way. Like, shout outs to Colt 45 podcast. You know, I got to finally meet those brothers, even though I don't listen as much as I should. I, I've known who they were through the brother B-Rob. And, uh, you know, shout out to B-Rob all day. But, um, yeah, and, and then I, I just meeting up with other people from, we've had, like, this longstanding, like, uh, Instagram, like, group message that Kurt started. Shout outs to Kurt. Teffy, you know, Sassy, the whole crew over there, Jason. Um, And then I got to meet a bunch of people who are part of that group chat, you know, Concrete Comics and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. And But Jamal and TJ was just like, yo, we got to get this kid Sean. We got to get Sean. Obviously, I know they gave you a card. Find out, quick fast forward, find (laughs) out that, all right, he starts to follow on TikTok, which I generally run the TikTok and the Instagram. Then he follows on the Instagram. And it was maybe a couple weeks after he seen a post that I did. It was a wrestling post, but I'm walking by the building right next door to me. And he hits me in the inbox like, yo, you live on Staten Island? I was like, yeah. Well, I'm like in New Brighton to be exact. He's like, yo, I, I live right on blankety blank. And I was like, motherfucker, you right around? <laughs> Little, Damn, this, I, yo, again, small world shit. He lives a fucking block away from me. Yep. But we met in damn Philadelphia. Yep. A block away from me. Yeah. And it, it, it was just that crazy. I was looking at the post and I'm like, no. <laughs> I had to walk outside before I, because you, you know how, like, you don't want to be weird and be like, I saw you here. <laughs> and, no, no, right? Yeah. So you don't want to be weird. So I walked outside to make sure. And I'm replaying the video at least like three times. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at my phone. I'm just like, okay, yeah. What is this? Oh yeah, that's the address. I'm gonna hit him up. Like this is crazy. I ran back into the house. So so if you did live around there, you didn't see me like looking at the and looking at the. You know, like it's just weirdness. Yeah, I mean, hey, you, you, now we got to pick up on stalker patterns and stalker behaviors, people. Facts. This is a lesson for my daughters and shit. Yep. But there ain't no stalker shit here because it's all love. It's all, I, hey, I invited him to come. Now, unfortunately, because the family is, you know, on relax mode, he can't go inside. But, you know, he's here. He's here now. He can come through whenever. You know what I'm saying? He'll, fi- he'll find me outside smoking cigar, chilling all the fucking time. He had to come do as the big black Roman does and, and, you know, he doesn't normally smoke cigars when he's on camera, but he's yeah. chilling with us today. Yes. So he's he's doing what we do. I could go inside. I just started touching the pause, touching the uncle nearest, you know. Okay. Okay. Which 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 okay. from Philly okay. so maybe last week I had it in the back of my car, I never took out till last week. So I'm a lazy Negro, but uh, yo, that happens sometimes. Um yo. I'll be stuck. In between shows, and I'll just keep my equipment inside the luggage. Mm. I'm like, I'm bringing it over. There. It's already here. Like, uh, I'm not taking it out. Like, Why don't you take it out? Nah. Nah, bro. When it comes to electronics, take that shit out. No, not electronics. Okay, I'm okay. talking about <laughs> equipment. Like, like, um, 
um, the banners, the the markers, whatever. Like okay, so okay, markers. so semi-replaceable stuff. But yeah, 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 yeah. But still, if it's of value to you, take that shit out. <laughs> take that shit out, man. But we're gonna get back. We're gonna get right to the, like the beginnings of it all for you, man. Like what? Where where did the inspiration and the love for art come from? Oh, my oldest brother, he's an artist too, or uh, he he used to draw a lot. And one day I was looking at him draw, and I was like, I can do that. And he was like, mm -hmm. Show me. And then ever since then, he's just been teaching me the ropes, um, just working on different stuff like Dragon Ball, Mega Man. Um, he he's the reason why I am who I am. Uh, when when it comes to like uh, all the the cool hype nerdy shit, so and that's that's why I call it cool hype nerdy shit. Um, so I was introduced to Dragon Ball at first. No, I was introduced to Kira first. Uh, so he started he started you from the root because I from would say root. most yeah. most of us out here definitely started on Dragon Ball because that was actually. We're going to show our age for a minute because to keep it real, we've had anime on TV, what we now call anime, which we were calling back then Japanimation, Japanimation. or Japanese animation. But we had, I mean, if you're way older than me, Astro Boy was kind of on TV out here. Yeah. Voltron, technically. You know what I'm Even saying? Even before Voltron, brother, before that, go to Battle of the Planets, man. Yes, G Force. Yes, G Force. Yeah, Speed Racer, Robotech. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we all kind of got. So your brother started you off right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's reminiscent of when with me and my sister. Like I, I put her on to Beach Street. I had recorded it on VHS. Then she hit a point where she watched Beach Street literally every day for almost a month or two straight. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty, pretty much the same thing. Like, so he will have a bunch of comics and everything lying around and um, action figures that he collected, um, models, uh, airplane models that he told me not to touch, but I would. I mean, I'm six. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. But, but, but yeah, like I, I remember the first time watching Akira because that was also the same time that I watched Best of the Best. Mm. I'm not familiar with best. Of that is B movie yeah. heaven, bro. That's a that's a martial arts yeah. game, bro. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh wait. With oh, James Earl Jones. Huh? With James yeah. Earl Jones. Oh, I think I remember. Was, was that the banana way? That with that joint with the with that singing shit in the fight montage? No, you're thinking of uh oh god, you only the best of, uh, Miami connection. No, only the best, but only the strongest only or something the best. like that. Yeah, yeah. Best of the Best was like, it was, it was another 80s style martial arts uh, B movie where they had to go, to, they had to put together a team of American martial artists to go to North Korea to, to fight the best. And yeah. Eric Roberts was in that joint. Is, uh, that yeah. the, is that the movie with they had the whole like colored ninja sections? Well, I'm thinking something no. else again. Oh, no, that, that's something no, else. Yeah, yeah it, I'm, it I'm little little it, it was a tournament, it was like a kumite. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was against North Korea, and yeah, I gotta find this right, shit. Then so I, I probably seen it, but I don't remember the the head it, fighter for North Korea and the head fighter for America. They have bad blood because the brother was killed by the dude from North Korea, and uh, <laughs> it's a typical plot line. Yeah, I get it, yeah. typical plot line. So they they brought all these like 
other colorful different characters into um into the team like one was like a like a cowboy he was he was dope he was like the ken masters of and, and matter of fact i think he was ken master no he wasn't ken masters in the street fighter movie he wasn't no that was um the cowboy dude was chris penn that was sean yeah. penn's brother yeah yeah exactly okay yeah all right. so i so he, like, he started. He said he started you off on all the OG OG yeah, shit. Yeah, I like, wasn't even supposed to watch that. I was like <laughs> six and a half, and my my mom was like, my mom didn't even know I was watching it until she walked into the room, and then um, there was a certain part where one of the um, gang members pulled down the shirt, and you see the, and then my mom was like, "What are you watching?" I'm like <laughs> <laughs> titties, mom, titties. But, but that, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Blood gore and titties. That, that, that's, that's what it is. That's the hype shit. But uh, <laughs> my mom, she understood because it, it was a cartoon, or she saw it as a cartoon. She just didn't know that it, it ran deep like that. But then again. You know, my mom was capping about that too because she had a cassette of, of Fritz the Cat in her oh, cassette. Oh, that's taking it back too. Yeah, <laughs> and I was nine when I saw that. But like, so the being exposed to like like to that type of genre of cartoon and animation, I, I was always I was always uh, hip to it, and. Um, Dragon Ball came, and that's when everything took off. I started drawing my own characters in in that style, um, and I wouldn't stop drawing. It came to a point where, like, I almost got expelled from my uh, elementary school because I was drawing on citywide tests. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you so you was looking for the bonus points on the regions. <laughs> with a little, with, 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 let, me, let me give him a little boma for some bonus points. <laughs> some bonus points. Some boma points. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, um, like because I couldn't focus on anything else but drawing, so I would just draw on the side. Like, no, you cannot do that. It, it's on a scan, um, a scantron sheet. You, you cannot do this. I'm like, you have any like scrap paper that I can do math with? <laughs> I'd be lying because exactly. Math, Math would not be mathing, but <laughs> but there would be some pretty slick drawings on there. <laughs> and that's that's funny because I think we all kind of anybody who ever tried to pick up the pen or the pencil to do like I used to draw, I used to nowhere near your level because most people like myself kind of hit plateaus in some sort of and and hit marks that you can't get past. Right. Like there's just certain things that you can't get past. So before going back on the journey upward, actually, we took a nice climb with the journey upward. What do you as, a, as an artist? And I take it that this is your profession. This is like what you do for a livelihood yeah. and a living. And finally, but, but before we go further on that, what is it that you kind of utilize to get yourself out of a rut? Once you hit like a, you feel like, you're, you're, you know, like I seen you doing hands. Yeah. So I seen you doing warm-ups with hands, but say you just can't get like a fingernail right or a certain curvature in a hand right. Like, what do you do to get past those roadblocks? Road blocks, not roadblocks. All right. So uh, I start from the basics, right? So instead of 
drawing hands like I normally would draw hands, I would start off with like the skeletons, the bare bones of it. I would start breaking down the shapes. So it would be like cylinders, uh, squares, rectangles, anything to to get my point across, you know. And um, uh, another thing is, is that um, what I was going to say, my bad. <laughs> um, so that and I will find a book. I will find a bunch of books on things that I'm lacking in. Um, so say if I'm really, really having a hard time, that is like my final resort of doing anything. Buy a book. Find a book on on the thing that you're you're having a hard time with and just purchase it when it comes, study it, practice, do warm-ups. Um, and the warm-ups could last from either a half hour to two to three hours. Okay, so what did do you have? I mean, you're saying they can last anywhere between that time, but like, is there like a like a preferred like time limit that you would suggest to people? And as we're talking now, I've just pulled up his TikTok so you can see a little bit of what he does on a day to day basis, whether it's a warm up or art that actually goes out to people. But uh, so I mean, like, is there like what what do you think? It, it does it just depend on the artist or yeah it, it definitely depends on the artist um it for me like, like i said before from a half hour to three hours that's how long my warm-ups stand for and that's only because i get carried away with a piece and i'll be like oh yo i really like how this looks i'm just gonna wrap this up and then i'll ink it i'll color and then do the highlights and everything and then i'm like Man, all right well I wasted some time but it was well invested um, you you get better by each time. So usually my warm-ups will go for an hour. But what's recommended is like 30 minutes. You take five, you do five-minute intervals of drawing one thing. Try to draw it as fast as possible within five minutes and then go into the next thing and keep going until you hit 30 minutes and that's it. Um, but for me, I usually do an hour because I, I like to give myself like the repetitiveness. Like, all right, I'm going to do this for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> gotcha. Now, excuse the wind, people, because we are outside because it's too nice to be just chilling, cooped up in a building while we doing these recordings. Man. It's, it's nice to catch the sun sometimes because this, this brother seems like he hibernates. Yeah, and when he, when, he gets in, when he gets his work in, he's he's seems like he never leaves outdoors i don't go outside <laughs> so don't. it's good to help this brother out you know get the melanin popping you know taking some vitamin pause vitamin d you know only the right kind of vitamin d you know what i'm saying but yeah, uh you gotta get some sun i do take nature walks that you do right down the block as i've seen one of the times like oh yeah you go you go right to snug harbor you one of those yeah no nah, i walk right through it like, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, I like wall pass i don't i don't live in it I, I just go for the moment and then I go like that's usually my running route too. Like if I'm if I'm jogging, which I haven't done that in a while, I was like, the hell with all that out. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel you. It's a good Pokemon route too if you're playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but back to the art. Like one of the things I asked you pre-show was as we're watching this this video, and I'm gonna change it up and show some other stuff too, is when I see artists doing sketches. <clears throat> I, like I kind of described to you before, you'll say start right here on like a piece of a lip and you're, you're, you're sketching it out. You're going over your lines and then it's 
off to the hair. And then you're doing the hair and then it's like, oh, damn, this chin. And you go back to the chin. And then the chin goes to like, you know what? I got to make this ass a little rounder on this picture. Let me get down here. Then I'm going to do a foot. But but I see artists do this bounce around that 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 makes it eventually all make sense. Like, yeah. what is that about? Like, give me the professional, your professional take on what is that about? Well, it's simple. Um, you never let them know your next move. But no, no. Bars? Did he drop bars, y'all? Yeah. (laughs) That's what I heard. (laughs) Uh, No, but honestly, um, I I was telling you earlier, you know how a bartender is serving drinks, and they're serving the drink to one person, but they're screening the area, and they can see everything that goes on. That's exactly what that um, that happens to me. So when when I'm drawing one piece in the corner of my eye, I see like something's up and I'll take a look. I'll stop for a second and then I'll go over to like the other side of the drawing. Like, yeah, let me just fix that real quick before I forget. Because um, especially when drawing on a tablet, um, shout out to Art Attack, Sean Stevens, another another great Sean artist um, out there in the Bronx. Uh, he calls it surgery because once you get to the inking phase and the color phase and you do all the rendering, you have to go back to certain parts to make it make sense to the eye. And then you have to break down certain layers. And then when you do that, when, when you do that, it, it, it gets a little tough to go back. And then, because once you fix that part, you have to fix the other layer the layer over that and the layer over that so it all makes sense i get i get it so it it more has to do well first from the stent the the sketch stencil portion of it is like you said it's it's observing everything and trying not to forget something at the same time exactly but then i get it with the coloring yeah i i i get it because as we're watching you color samus's or what looks like samus's uh visor it's you you gotta set the, the table for everything to fill in properly like that's kind of what I would I would yeah. surmise that as is mm-hmm. you got to set the table to fill that in properly. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean like I said my my touch in this shit has been <clears throat> left behind in high school. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> or maybe maybe earlier than that. Like because I can remember my early days of uh, there was a kid named Mario in elementary school who used to be able to him. No, well it was Mario. It was my man Jesus. And the thing at the time was drawing Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And everybody had their style of Ninja Turtle, and even me. But then it got to it got to like doing like almost like the 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 Robotech Gundam style stuff, trying to do your own robot. Then I yep. used to try to do my own like almost ninja-like characters, obviously with the big bulky muscles and shit like that. But once I started to see that, like, just stall out right. in one lane, I was like, yeah, you know what? I do all the stuff better than this. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, let me, let me that, move on. That's the thing. Everybody has their own style. People, um, well, artists, they they what they do is some are really good at, like, one thing, but then they can do anything else. But there's, uh, like, a standout there's a standout piece like there are some people who are really good with mechs but they 
They draw they draw people and they're just as good, but not as good as their max. There are some people who draw males better than females or cars better than backgrounds or people so on and so forth. Let me not run this on, but but yeah, there's my my whole goal is to be fleshed out with everything. Like, you know, my bread and butter is the pencil and uh my my bread and butter is the pencil and inks. So with with that, I, I try to really focus on on uh, composition and detail and and just shaping out everything so it's nice and fleshed out. Colors is like the last thing I started to learn. Like like as you can see on the screen here, like I've been doing it ever since like I was a kid, but digitally is a whole different ball game. Um, learning what kind of hues to use, what kind of uh, um, what kind of colors, what kind of uh, textures, brushes, and right. so and on that's so that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to ask you next in a in a brief way, um, the transition from from pen and pencil to to uh, digitally to working on the iPad, like like. How how drastic of a change was that for you to get used to, to to put the handle on? And part two on that is the glove you wear. Is that so nothing erases by finger touch? Yeah. Um. So as long like that glove protects me from like like the minor mistakes of uh, of the nib. Say like if I if I was making a stroke was <laughs> um. On, on the screen, my palm is on the screen, and then the the screen won't read it right, and it will jump. So that kind of protects it. Um, also, the screen gets a little too hot, and then your palms get sweaty. You know, mom spaghetti. And <laughs> I wanted to talk about that with y'all too, because oh, we'll talk yes. a little bit of music in a, in a, in a minute, but uh. Yeah, I'm sure y'all heard that whack ass diss track. I, I saw your video. <laughs> but we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that later because the, the brother is into hip hop. I, I you see some of his videos. He's into a lot of the lo-fi Japanese stuff and all yeah. that. But we hip hop heads here. We met through hip hop. But we'll get back to that because you said mom spaghetti. So yeah. <laughs> this would throw that. But but uh but yeah. So the transition wasn't wasn't as rough as I thought it would be. Right. Um, a couple of years back, my fiance she she bought her iPad. It was like a couple of years back, and um, she was like, "Yeah, I have this thing called Procreate. You should try it." Uh, 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 and I've already was kind of familiar with using a tablet where it was just a tablet. It was a um, non-screen, so you had to look at your computer and and hold it like this. So. You know, right, like you go, the the bamboo tablets. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the walk on bamboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. So that that kind of changed the game for me a lot more than what the those tablets did. Um, but the transition wasn't that bad. At first, I didn't like it because I didn't know what I was doing, and it was a little frustrating. But but I was still intrigued enough to like to push forward and be like, right, I'm going to learn this. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it has yeah. I mean, the feel within the stroke itself is right. 
a lot of it, right? And then and then to be a uh, uh like a third gen uh a third gen anchor of like you know of famous artists or uh well known artists from like the mainstream it, it's you know it was kind of hard for me because I I learned how to ink through like people who were inking for Spider Man and um uh New Mutants you know what I'm saying. And and not not vicariously either, hands on. So, so your brother? No, my brother. Okay. Is, so no. so explain because you. I mean, I, now you're dropping Marvel, Nate. You're dropping Marvel right, shit. So explain, please. Uh, so one of my mentors was uh, a, a anchor for Marvel and DC. Did a couple of, uh, and we we met at um, Comic Book Jones years back. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, word. Uh, Sock. Shout out to Sako. That's my big brother. For real. Um, okay. Okay. So, so yeah, he taught me a little bit about inking and like making comics, and then I, I took that and ran with it and just kind of practice nonstop for several years. And then my fiance comes through with this tablet. I'm like, "What's that?" <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Right, right. Nice. So, I mean, all right. So you you got pros, pros, yeah, pros yeah. Uh, involved into developing your style and all that. And that's I mean, that's dope. And you you utilize what they've taught you over the years to make it your own. So now, I mean, do you do you like to outsource anything or do you pretty much your one stop shop? You do everything or you team more with just your wife? Uh, I team more with just my fiance, my yeah, soon to be wife. wife. Um, but, but I do outsource uh, with Divided District Studios. That's, uh, that's the name of the company. Um, I do outsource for other titles. Um, shout out to Kenny Million and uh, Marissa. They're a great team doing uh, Night Shift. And that's coming out very soon. And I, I gotta give you the invitation. I gotta give all of you guys the invitation for for that opening. Uh, so nice, sounds good, sounds good. Um, but but yeah, like you know, outsourcing is not a bad thing, but I also rather learn how to do it. So I'm never, um, so I'm never not hands on. I don't know what to do creatively. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? Because I, I look at trying to be hands-on with everything uh, in multiple ways. I look at it as, A, you can't tell me I can't do something. B, the stingy, keeping all the money to myself. I could do every part of it and charge more. Or give you a better rate than you would get combining two other entities into one. Exactly. But then, it to me, it's just that it's really the knowledge, just to, just having the knowledge, and ah, you know what? I don't feel like doing this today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like it's always good to be able. You know what I'm saying? G, uh, JG, and freaking O. Like sometimes you just want to be like, yo, I don't want to do this today. I could do yeah. it, but I could supervise over this just as good. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the best part about sure. that, um, my bad. Uh, I was saying no, the good. best part about that is is that if um. If you know what you want, you're going to make it yourself, right? If you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. And and 
I've always been like the type of person like, nah, I got this. And, and it's not, it's not a pride thing. It's, it's, it's to know whether or not I really want this or not. So the best way to know if you really want something in this style is to do it yourself, try to do it. And it doesn't cost anything to learn anything. So yeah, when, absolutely. So when you figure it out, you're like, Oh, I don't really like it like this, but you know who came close to that? That person. I'm gonna hire this person to do um, just that. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds good. That sounds good. So it, it's more experimental than anything. True, indeed. Now, Jamal, you can take the floor now for a little bit. No, no doubt. Um, so just like Dan, back in the day, especially during grammar school, I started off uh, drawing. My brother was an artist, so I was trying to do the stuff he was doing. I was in school drawing Voltron, trying to. Do my best to draw Panthro from the from the Thundercats, you know, and stuff like that. And as I got older, that led me more into photography and now filmmaking, 100. percent um, So I have a, a lot of respect for what illustrators do. Um, my one of my questions for you is, what what was the first like real comic book that you said that that that, that talked to you? That said, that tell you, okay, I want to do this. The first comic book. I think it was Civil War. I've had comics like in the house for since I was a kid, but I didn't really care for um, westernized comics, Marvel, DC, until I read Civil War. And I was like, because I used to think back in the day, like, you know, that sort of thing was just like cookie cutter. And I, I didn't really know how deep it went. So I had no clue. And I had no knowledge to it. But when I got older, I was just like, all right, I'm going to try this out. The first book that that got me intrigued was Final Crisis. Not Final Crisis, Infinite Crisis. Gotcha. Um, and then years later, maybe two or three years later, it was uh, uh, Civil War. And then, and then also around that same time, I... Uh, Around that same time, I picked that book up. Maybe I got the timeline wrong, but I knew that I wanted to be a comic book illustrator for sure. When I first uh, went to my first signing at Comic Book Jones, it was like my very first signing and actually seeing the work, actually seeing the pages um, that they've drawn and created. And then you see the book and then they sign in, people are lining up. I was like, you get paid? For just doing what you love doing. I used to love doing that as a kid, like making comics. Funny enough, going back to as a kid, Spawn movie came out on VCR or VHS. And then I broke my mom's VCR. <laughs> I broke my mom's VCR. You got the porno it. stuck in there. <laughs> like, and I blame Todd. Uh, I blame Todd McFarlane for that. <laughs> Second time around was the porn. <laughs> Just make sure you rewind it back to the exact spot. Right? And the time marker on the VCR. But go ahead. But I was uh pausing, rewinding, fast forwarding to certain parts of um I was literally breaking down each scene of, of um the spawn movie and redrawing them by frame using those um um Pause stops as a reference. 
drawing them on loosely paper, stapling them, and sending them out and getting paid 50 cents for it. Sick. So back in the fourth, that's, fifth grade. Sick. That's crazy. Yeah. And I would rush to finish up my homework, and then I would just hand them out to my friends, whoever wanted them. My mom was like, P.S. again, I need crayons. <laughs> Didn't I just buy you crayons? They're done. Yeah. And my mom, she, she, my mom, um, my aunt, my mom, my brother, they all fed the beast. When when I needed paper, they threw me paper. When I needed crayons, colored pencils, whatever, they threw me that too. Um, and they they just kind of fed the beast, and I just couldn't stop for, for nothing. That's that's and that's, that's always incredible. Having family feed passion to to, to youth, that's incredible. Yeah, that's 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 key in just the 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 want to move forward in advance in what you do. That the people around you actually support what you do. Yeah, it was either that or against trouble. And and I like you know I was teetering into both. Well, I get into a little trouble, get into like scuffles, little fights, got jumped up the block from my house. Um, and and uh. I'm back looking for the, but let's not get into that type of vibe. It's Sunday, um, but 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 that that's how that's how it was. Like you know, I just found my thing and just never let go of it. That's that's dope. You going, Jamal? Or, oh, you got any questions for the brother while we here? Um, nah. I'm right now, I'm just I'm just listening. Like I don't I don't know too much about about you know the artistic side. This whole. It's my whole household is filled with nothing but artists. You know what I'm saying? Except for me, I, 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 I the artist, the artist bug skipped over me. So my brother, my brother, he's real big on his painting and, and all that. Yeah. My nieces, straight up, his brother is artist, ridiculous artist I've ever seen. Yeah, it's talented. Yeah, and, and and my and my youngest brother, he's he's more on the fashion side, but me, and I'm just, you know, I, I just shit talking right here and there. So. so <laughs> That's our all in itself. <laughs> exactly. You know, this this, this when it comes to pen, uh, uh, marker or, or pencil to paper, it's, it's difficult for me. But um, no, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm listening to your story, and I'm like, wow. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's great, man. I, I love it. Thank you so much. So, Sean, you said so. You said you got indoctrinated early, and your brother showed you Akira. What was Wait. after that? What 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 what, what, what yeah, after Kira, like what? what, what direction jump, did you go to? Just after, yeah, he said after Akira. What did you? What, what did you go to after Akira? All right, so it was Dragon Ball, and then it was Gundam, and then it was um, anything from the um, early late nineties, early two thousands tsunami block. Okay. And then I met my stepfather, and he was a big. He was really big on comics, so from there my knowledge on it was like it hurtled and it was surprising uh, of the titles that um i was watching or reading like like how i mentioned captain harlock no one no one in my age should know really know captain harlock unless they like watched like documentaries or g-force or or um uh gigantor or ultraman Uh, um, I was really big on Fist in the North Star, Pat Labar, Bubblegum Crisis, uh, uh, Dirty Pear, um, 
and then and then even some hentai series you know like he was into all of like anything anime anything crazy and he was like yo have you watched this have, have you read this you need to read the jade man comics like like uh the Jade Man comics is pretty much um the Saturday on uh, the Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon kung fu flicks in comic form. Ah, uh, okay. So you seen so you five daily venoms in comic book form. Yeah, pretty much. Motherfucker. And I've and as big of a fan of five daily venoms is I've never known about that until right this second, 2022. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's no, I'm like, talking about J Man. I'm talking about the oh, J Man yeah. comic series. J Man was oh, okay. Five okay. Daily Venoms. I first saw it in high school. I got a whole story about that. That's not for now. For another day, on how we kind of ran with that. But part of the reason why the number five stuck with me, not just because of the star five, but also the DJ Ace Five, is because I was told style. Wow. Quick brief story. I'll give you why the five even stuck to in the whole Toad shit. And, and we we all remember. Obviously, if you don't remember from the movie, you remember from Wu Tang. Toad style is immensely strong, and nearly immune to any weapon, and if properly used, is almost invincible. So <laughs> we got finished watching that movie up in um. We was at we had track practice. Coach was like, I right, just go ahead. You can go in the room. We was done with practice. We asked, yo, can we go watch this movie? I got this movie. My man Jason, shout out to Jason. He's yeah. like, yo, can we go watch this movie in one of the rooms? All right, go ahead. In his in his health room where he had the TV. So we watched five of the events. We go outside. We see our friends, which was a part of the girls' track team. And we just was like, yo, I'm this one, I'm this one, I'm this one, I'm this one. On some, you know, how you did as a kid. Like, I'm the blue one, I'm the red. You know, so <laughs> It was like we decided to like act like we was gonna jump each each one of them. So I bear hugged this girl Lynn. Shout out to Lynn. I bear hugged her, right? She was trying to get out of it. She's biting me on my forearm, almost like literally like right there. And she's biting down on me while everybody else is fake kung fu moving her, like chop chopping her and poking at her, shit like that. But she's literally chomping down on me. Like and I'm like, this shit don't hurt. And it don't and it didn't hurt. Right. And then I let her go. I just see a little bit of teeth marks on my arm. You looked at her mouth. Her gums were bleeding. Right. So I was like, this certifies I'm the fucking toad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what we needed. The, the sound effects. Like, <laughs> well, well, we was doing all of that. Like, they, they was doing a... They was doing all of that. I was just kind of just being strong man and bear hugging because I was always the bigger dude. I was the shot putter back in school and all that. So... Yeah, that shit was just just my bad for the sidetrack, no, but that's no, where okay. you brought me. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> Jade Man comics was tough, man. All I mean, all that of Blood it. Sword and, and um, yep. Kaya Marshall. I'm sorry. What was the names you dropped again? Uh, Blood Sword. There's Blood Sword. There's Iron Marshall. Um, shit, what was the other one? Was it was a Buddha Palm? Am I thinking? Buddha, uh, Buddha fist, Buddha palm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was into, I was into more of like drunken tai chi. Um, what else? Uh, the flying guillotine. Mm -hmm. It just opened up, right? That was uh, 
That was a dope ass. I, that was I again. I didn't remember the comics, but I remember the movies. Like, the and movie, uh, you know, they, classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're we're kind of we're all in that forty plus range era. That like I'm the youngest here. I can easily. I'm sure I could say that is I'm yeah. the youngest. But I was kind of of the era of when Toonami started and seen all of what they started to bring. But before that was for us was like. Uh, my man Lou, shout out to Lou from the BX. He was just posting up a uh, Ninja Scroll on his Scroll account. Like, you, Ninja Scroll is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, Scroll, both like, movie and series. Yeah, Dope. but Ninja Scroll, and then uh, I, I could we could just sit here and name movies all day. But I'm gonna take it to the video games because you're wearing the shirt of my all time favorite video, yep. one of my all time favorite video games. I I go back to the quote unquote animation style of Street Fighter Two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. you know, Samurai the Showdown. Mortal Kombat, which, you know, Mortal Kombat was real people yep. being animated, like one of the first times ever real humans would be in almost oh, kind of like kind of, uh, video game kind of exactly. Pit Fighter? Well, yeah, Pit Fighter was the guy you could say was the yeah. first, which yeah. that's another one of those. I remember exactly where the arcade machine used to stand mm-hmm. in a store that we used to go play every day before going walking to junior high school you know yeah, but man. shout out to is 51 but yeah i mean like i'm i'm of the anime like we said the the voltron the gobots yep. the the battle of the planets but street fighter 2 you got the shirt on where does your game fandom lie all right so my uh for street fighter uh, I'm just a, period okay so started playing video games very young um always had a system in the house no matter what uh, my mom was a gamer. My grandma, uh, my nana was a gamer, um, and that we we all played video games around the house. My mom was playing Mortal Kombat with us. Like you know how you played the rotation, winners stay on, losers get off. Yep, mm-hmm. of course. Oh, yeah. To this day, so I, my kids go through that right now with Street Fighter Five. They pass the sticks often because mm. I don't I don't let up on them. They got to learn the hard way. Exactly. <laughs> so. My oldest, so who who ranked was my oldest brother being the best, and then it was my, uh, then it was my mom, and then it was my brother before me, and then it was me, and then it like that's how the ranking went, and then I just started playing a lot, uh, a lot more, and now it's just me and my brother, like nobody wants to play anymore, and now it's just me and my oldest brother playing tens, and we'll play around the tens, best to ten, um, first to ten wins, and then that that'll be that. But Street Fighter was like the most prevalent game for me. Uh, I would play Super Mario World and everything, uh, 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 and that's cool. But Street Fighter was the game that changed my life. I, I think it changed all our lives, to be honest with you, because that dove me personally down the rabbit hole of just fighting games as a whole. Like, shout out yep. to my brother Lamar and Danny and Leon. Like, we used to be at our boy Leon's tight ass room with his brother's bunk they had bunk beds but we was there with the sticks with street fighter 2 with super, yep. with super nintendo finally released it yep. and so we used to be in there playing that shit all freaking day night you know and then when we used to go next door to my boy lamar's house we were playing it was if it wasn't street fighter we was on tekken yep soul caliber fucking mortal Kombat. um what else damn it there was a killer instinct Killer Instinct. Oh, Killer Instinct. Um, there was another one that was kind of like a Street Fighter where they had like a bison-like character in the game. It was like World Warriors or something yeah. like that. Oh, oh. Um, Is that Tekken? 
no, no, no. no. It, it was the SNK. Uh, yeah, it game. played like yeah. Street Fighter, but yeah, we was on the we was on oh, the final fight. Game. No, no final fight was the, it, the it was fun. beat him up. It, it, it was kind of final fight. Um, it it was that SNK game. It was like the world world heroes. Yeah, that was world it. Heroes. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then also that first Dynasty Warriors was a fighting game too. I didn't. We didn't play that. We didn't play oh, that. But I remember Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty that, Warriors, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, the worst one though to me. I I, I and I want to know y'all worse. Virtual Fighter was the absolute fucking worst. Uh, I fucking hated that game. I watched when I played that game. It felt like they didn't finish making it. That's the thing. I, the, well, I, I was like, "Yo, are they done?" This feels like you know. Oh, wait. Oh. Teach them about the cigar and the band. You could either stop there, or it's gonna start burning the band if you don't peel it off. But yeah, man, Virtual Fighter, worst fucking fighting game ever. My brother loved it because it was the one fighting game he could definitely beat my ass in. <laughs> it was a lot of, it, it, it was it was very technical. Like I I mean like when it when it comes to fighting games, like that that's all we played in the house, right? And I don't know I don't know why fighting games out of all of it, fighting games we had the most of. And um, from like Bloody Roar to Battle Arena Toshinden, um, oh, Toshiden, yeah, Bloody um, Roar. I remember all of them. Yep. Shido Blade. Shido Blade. We played that Shido too. Blade. Mm-hmm. Primal Raid. Yeah, Primal we played Rage. with I'm the Primal Raid. Um, <laughs> those uh, the tournament fighters. That, that I didn't play you, that. you never played tournament. Ninja Turtle tournament fighters? Yes, sir. Nah, nah. See, when we did Ninja Turtles, we obviously played the arcade beat 'em up. Right. Which was dopest. So, so what about yeah. what about those what about those 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 uh Super Smash Brothers games? Y'all 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 was into those? Yeah, definitely. See, um, not a, not me, because we was already older when Super Smash came out. Yeah. We me, you know, we yeah, that was that was ninety-nine, uh, yeah, ninety-eight, ninety-nine and sixty-four days. And yeah. game, no GameCube, I think Smash Brothers first came out on. Super Smash Brothers came out. Yo, I think there was a Smash Brothers on 93. I, I missed it. Yeah, there's one in 93. Smash Brothers? Out. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, no. That must be the first one. N64, that was 98, 99. Yeah, and I definitely wasn't. We was on the 64, but we was on, with the 64, we was on the, the, the Golden Eye. We was on Golden Star Eye. Fox. Star Fox. And, uh, yeah. I, the, no, 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 no mercy. No, no, no. I hated the WWF games then because what? they were just absolute clones of WCW versus NWO Revenge. Yes, yeah, but that, that, was, that was THQ. I mean, I, I remember, but I personally boycotted the WWF games because. The T, I mean, I know we all know now the THQ deal and all of that stuff was over and yada yada. But the NWO versus WCW joints was just so much better because it was WCW and they gave you like a fucking thousand wrestlers to use in the game. Yep. But then when but it was a better game, people thought the other ones were better because everybody was WWF at the time. Right. Everybody was a WWF fan, which I'm not mad at to today, but don't. Right. Nah, I will. I will die on the WCW <laughs> shits was better. Nah, revenge. <laughs> of- oh, he was a WCW guy. I was a. Re- I am a pro wrestling fan. Period. But at that time, during the Monday Night Wars, 
I was tuning into Nitro and Thunder more than Raw at the time. I would I would flip flop, but it was because they were giving me more non cartoon like wrestlers. Right. So back then, yeah, that's crazy. It was right around where um, the Attitude Era started. I was going to say the the Attitude Era was that was that was that was was WWE's heyday right there. I was watching. But guess who made the Attitude Era? Yeah, the beginning. Attitude Era. Yeah. WCW. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The NWO. The NWO man. (laughs) The NWO. Like Nitro was just running it for for the beginning when they first. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even close. It was Nitro. NWO was definitely a reaction to that. That I can attest. Yeah, it was the no. The NWO was the kickoff, and and yet. some people will for the attitude era to WWF turned E. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin and his uh um Ring his what's name King his, of the Ring. Yeah, King of the Ring uh speech. His King of the Ring promo kind of turned it around there. But it was Scott Hall and Kevin Rest in peace to Scott Hall, but it was Scott Hollywood. who 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 turned it around. And another is Eric Bischoff getting Hulk Hogan. To commit to a heel turn, heel. which was yeah. probably one of the that best was that was the coup right there, boy. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that was probably the best decision. Besides, besides saying I don't want my daughters dating no niggas, that was definitely. <laughs> 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 That's when they all went downhill. <laughs> that, that, yeah. but the NWO clearly was the best decision of his career. Besides yeah. that, that uh, snafu, if you want to call it that. This, that that was a turning point for everybody to hate him too, but we're not on that right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're gonna again. I want to get to the rapture, but we're gonna get to some fun real quick right now, because you say you're not really the biggest sports head, but we at the Star Five has always been based on sports. So you're taking a starting five basketball team. Think about sizes of positions and all of that. Five characters from the end from the anime world that you would put in each position. So from point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and a coach. All right, so out of the anime world to build your basketball team, who would you who would you put on your team? Okay, so all right, if, if I had to, all right, so I'm not mentioning any character from Slam Dunk and. And that's a basketball anime manga. But uh, all right. So I would. First off, first and foremost, I would. Pick anyone. All right. And I won't even I won't even choose Goku because uh, that's too easy. All right. Luffy for the reach. OK, so because he's stretchy ass arms. Yep. Um, and then. And then um, for for coach, for coach, I would definitely have uh, Kakashi from Naruto. Okay. He has the Sharingan. And then that's where I'll use Sasuke. And then I'll also do Naruto as well. Okay. So the three people that you put in positions, what positions they playing? Uh, it sounds like Naruto probably will be running the point or the two. Be okay. the shooting guard. Yeah, no, I'll have him be shooting guard. Um, but 
but like on mostly like on to be used for defense, I would use Sasuke because of his Sharingan and he can kind of anticipate read moves. Okay, so we're, we're, that sounds like a good small forward. Would would y'all say that having that kind of anticipation and then move set would be great for small forward or power forward, y'all? Mm, I'm gonna say small forward, man. Yeah, yeah. They're relatively short anyway. They're like maybe a little shorter than and than we are. So okay. So now we got all right. So we got uh, power forward and center left. So think your traditional centers like a Shaq, Patrick Ewing, Elijah Wan, tall seven footers, big motherfuckers. All right. So <laughs> um I would have to go with Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. He he's pretty tall. He he's in the six rank uh he's like uh yeah, he has to be like close to six foot. Um, plus he looked like Blake Griffin. Okay, so that's the power forward. <laughs> so um, we we got a team full of shorties so far, but with superpowers that'll probably beat like an NBA team just because of superpowers alone. But we got to we got to round off the center. Like who's the who's the 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 big big man that you're taking in this? Okay. And no one no you can't you can't take the what's names from Attack on Titan. Okay. Can't take no Titans. Is that cheating? You ain't even gonna get a game off. You, you be this. That's lunch all day. <laughs> Big but fast because you know basketball is a moving game, right? So like, pretty much you gotta you gotta keep up the stamina. I I would say I would say Chad from Bleach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds all right. Sounds all right. You went all over the the universe of, of yeah. Like I, I try to keep it. I try to keep it shonen. Okay. Know? Okay. Good old shonen jump stuff. But now, I mean, all right. When they're transitioning up and down the court, I don't want to see this though. I don't want to see the. I don't want to see the run down with the. You got to play defense running down the court. You can't fucking have your hands behind your back running straight forward. But they're gonna. It might work you on a fast the, break. You know they're gonna once they go into the break, they're, they're definitely gonna cross over the pass and the substitution jutsus are gonna be like on on a high level. Once they hit that 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 fast break, they looking for me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we heard it all. Um, but once they hit that fast break. Once they hit that fast break, the substitution jutsus are gonna be at a uh, all-time high, passing the ball from the left side to um, left and the uh, right side of the field, oh, field court, and and then going over, it's going to be confusing. And then with Naruto, he has um, also the clone jutsu. So, oh, so too many men on the court, and, and mad money. penalties. So he can't, he, can't even, he can't even use that unless uh, unless people don't see it. You know what I mean, like. I guess playing a blind blind blindfolded anime, so I yeah mean, yeah yeah this is true this is true and and with Chad he he's going he's going to like you know he's gonna be the strong bull he's gonna, he's gonna push you to the side he's gonna he's gonna throw in those fouls you know he's gonna he's gonna block your path he's gonna hit those rebounds 
and he doesn't even have to shoot. I get it. I get it. So you got old Dennis Rodman at center, but yeah. I, I, I get it. If I wanted to build a team, I, I definitely could build one better than that because uh, I'm taking one punch man at point guard. Oh, no, I'm taking sights. I'm taking sight of my point guard because okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> because once he's what well, you know, you just piss him off. I mean, he's a little goofy or whatever, but once you piss him off, it's you know, it's a wrap. Maybe maybe the whole team dies with again one punch. Foul shots might you know he might make him, he might not, but I, I just want him on my team. Um, damn it, uh, I'll take Jenna. I'll take. Uh, yeah, what was it? Genesis from one from today? What's his name? Not yeah. Genesis. Genesis. It's not Genesis. It's something else. Uh, Genos. Yeah, Genos. I'll take Genos at the two because that motherfucker is a savage. Um, who would y'all round off at the, the three, four, and the five? I'll let y'all have the other two. Um, for for my three, I'm going with uh, I'm treating my three the way I treat my two. So I'm, I, um, I need I'm gonna go with Roy Mustang from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Because wow. he's got he's got that Kobe undefeatable mm. drive to him, um, definitely. So um, that that's my that's my dude at the three, at the four. That's a great question. To be honest, at the four, I was I was thinking about taking Baki at the four because oh oh yeah, I like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want and, and I don't want Chad to think he could body and foul Baki because he's it's a rap. You don't think Chad can body Baki? I'm not familiar with Chad. I'm more familiar with Baki. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but Chad is a whole different beast. All right. Well, we'll there, there, there's a little challenge there. We could rotate our four and five. I mean, five. I love Baki, especially Baki the grappler, not not the new Baki. I'm talking about the original OG Baki. Where he was fighting against dudes who was pulling um pulling the senses out of your face. And that's that's way before mine. I forgot which one nah, my was daughter a- was putting me on to. Um that probably Bakihama or uh, but no that that Baki came out Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause my brother put my daughter on and then she had me watching it because uh, because she was like deep diving into that shit, and I I got all into it because it was just a big fighting tournament. That shit was fire. But we need a five, y'all. Who you got, Jamal? Or oh, who who you got? At um, Bobby, I would say, uh, what's old boy from Tokyo Ghoul? Uh, Ken Ken Kanaki. Yep, Kanaki. Tokyo yep. Ghoul. Yeah. Uh, from Tokyo Ghoul is probably my five, since we yep. can't use no Titans, so. Yeah, because Titan just that's just a cheat. Like this, you're bigger than the court. There's no up and down. Like it'll look like like a basketball game with a Titan would look like trying to fight uh who was the final boss in uh, uh Capcom versus uh Capcom versus uh Marvel versus uh, Marvel? Capcom. One yeah, uh where, where there was apocalypse, where there's apocalypse behind the fucking the whole screen moving up and down. Like, that was um Marvel's Capcom one, that was onslaught. Oh yeah, onslaught was one, but, but I think apocalypse was I think two. Mm-hmm. For uh, I think that was Children of the Atom or Marvel uh, superheroes, it was X uh, or X Men versus Street Fighter. Yeah, I remember that one too. I'm trying wow. to I'm just, I'm just I'm just looking at like you you know, again a Titan would just be literally like I said one of the final bosses in one of them fighting games that is just like the whole back screen and ain't shit you could do about it. <laughs> it's like, Yo. you know, 
Yo, I have, I have a question though. I have a question. What would all right? We talking about since, since we dancing in, in, between in and out of Capcom. What would be your favorite game out of that line? I'm talking. I'm talking about after Street Fighter. Out of out of, out of Capcom. Out of, uh, out of Marvel vs. Capcom, X Men vs. Street Fighter, or just any Capcom game. Period. Like, like from that company. Besides, besides Street Fighter. Okay. The Marvel, after, the after Street Fighter, what was your favorite? My my absolute favorite. Um was the first one I've ever owned, even though I played Street Fighter vs. X-Men, or X-Men vs. Street Fighter, was uh, Marvel's Capcom 1. Mm. That That is my all-time favorite. When I got the Dreamcast for Christmas, I, I received that as well. Shout out to my older brother once again, beating the beast. And, um, w- w- like, just how everything um, was. So my, my team was definitely very cheesy, but yet technical. Uh, Ryu, uh, Ryu and uh, Mega Man, and and then with with that Ryu, you, you got you got Ken Akuma and um, Ken Akuma yeah. and Sean, um, with the with the fighting code, and then with Mega Man, of course, like he was super anti air, um, very defensive, but he his offense was uh, pretty mid at the time, but. Even though it was mid, it was uh it was a very good balance for the two. Yeah, I figured that. Like mine, mine would would definitely be either the Marvel versus Capcom one or two. And I was a cheese kind of person also. Who it was Ryu Ken or Akuma, or I would throw in Ryu Ken Dan or Ryu Akuma Dan. Like I I fucked with Dan just because of the name. <laughs> I still fuck with Dan and Street Fighter Five just because of the name and is a How about the boy? You 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 on your own with that one? Yeah, I, I mean nobody fuck with Dan. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nobody did because his fireball was just that little like yeah from Wish. But who y'all got? <laughs> you, you you put out the question, Jamal. You what you got? I say I'm gonna go last. I'll let y'all go. I'm that's I got a thing on this though. Yeah, no. I mean, I was, I was, I was a big Marvel vs. Capcom guy, mm-hmm. and I mean, X Men vs. Street Fighter was fun, but yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom, you know. And we talk about cheese. I mean, wasn't wasn't nobody cheese in Iron Man? Iron Man, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Yeah. 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 Barrage. Yeah, Barrage. Yep. That that um that combo. That that was uh my favorite the uh, the down the down kick for. Or for a launch and then the air combo to finish. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, Marvel versus Captain was dope. I mean, I was still, you know, original Street Fighter 2 was still my joint, but I was unconventional. So I fought yeah. with Guile. And when you were able to fight with Sagat, that was my dude. And um uh the I mainly Guile and Sagat. I tell you who I hated to fight was dudes who mastered fighting with Dawson were a fucking pain in the ass to fight Plagueen. Man, listen, another one of those moments in time where I can remember exactly where the fuck we were and my man Archer was just cheese in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Jump, punch. punch. (laughs) Like, it's such a pain in the fucking ass. Don't don't forget forget Blanca and E. Honda. But it comes to being cheesy. Like, those, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bronco was the, was the straight cheese master. Yeah. He was to a point, but if you knew how to use E Honda, you were nice. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, there was no cheese with E-Honda. Like, you were nice. Unless all you knew how to do was the thousand, the hundred hand slap. The hundred hand slap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was the, that was the thing for me, uh, with, with, uh, E-Honda. Like, you, or any charge character, to be exact. But Guile was my, my second. Ryu was my first. Um, with Guile, you, you had, you had to play him a certain way. You had to, like, you had to learn how to navigate the, the you know, the, the jump kick, um, bottom, um, low kick, and then you got to hold that sonic boom up close, hit him with the um, flash kick. It's always, it's always great. And then if that don't work out after the flash kick, go back to like the crouching defense with the, with the double sweep. That was it, yeah. especially sure. Street Fighter too. Like, see. I love this shit so much because you're just making me recall so many things from back in the day. Like, they, I, people that I knew that we played against a lot were fucking nasty with Guile. Or when, or in our era when we didn't know it was pronounced Guile, we were calling him Gully. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but he was like, Gully. Yeah, but yeah, but if you were nice with him, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you knew how to, there's my wife and my, my one of my daughters. Hello. But uh, if you were nice, nice with them, it's like, yeah, you was just, you, you played the back of the control like that, and you were ready at all times with that dance. You couldn't jump, or you was getting flash kicked in the jump, face, and then Sonic boomed on the fall, or then, yep, getting grabbed in the middle of the air, suplex, bong, bong, like, it was ridiculous. But I gotta ask y'all, because I'm remembering, shout-outs to the Dixon, Joe and Dave Dixon, um, and I, once again, I remember exactly where that cabinet was, it used to be at the Emporium on Portrait Avenue and one of the, the spot behind the store, which the store used to be bigger than what it is now. They've the guy, one of the guys, the guy who owns the shit remembered me from back in the day when coming around there. And I was like, Yeah, one time you yelled at me because I lost playing Street Fighter and I punched your wall and it shook everything in the store. <laughs> it shook everything on the wall or the back of the store. Wow. But it was in that spot that I witnessed the handcuff glitch. Have you have y'all ever seen the handcuff glitch huh. in Street Fighter 2? Yeah, there was a um where it it, it was only Is Guile it? versus Chun Li. Yeah. And there was some shit you did where that it froze the entire game. And, and he was stuck in like in like in midair. No, it sort. was Chun Li would be stuck with her hands behind her back like this, like literally in like a pose position. Uh okay, I didn't see and that one. it and it would lock the game up. You would have to pull the power cord and restart up. the whole cabinet. Oh, but it was wow. one of the, I witnessed the other, shit. It was, was a mm, it was some shit that was like rumored, but then I seen my man do it, and it was like it was the one time in life I seen it happen. It and a, we stood there for twenty minutes waiting to see something happen. Nope, you had to turn the whole shit off. Yeah. And if you bye had bye. a high score on that bitch, say hi, say bye bye to your high score. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But look it up on YouTube, though. You you know what? While y'all talk, I'm a, I'm gonna look it up and I'll pull it up. Yo, that's that's crazy. There was other glitches as well. There was um this one where you get caught in midair. I forgot with who. I think it was Guile, or it was uh either Ryu or Ken. But you're stuck in midair and you're just is something that you had to do, and it it only happened in uh, Brazil. Mm. 
Yeah, I've never, never heard of that one. You could look up like Street Fighter 2 uh, cabinet glitches. Yeah, here we go. I found I found it. Uh, We're going to play this off of this YouTube page that I think is rolling right now, but no big deal. If anybody on the podcast listening, um, I'll tell you the page that you can go find it on. The handcuff glitch. Let me uh, turn the sound off so we don't get no uh, copyright strikes. Oh, it happened with... Uh, but there it is. There's one of them. And it's on this page called Error One. Oh, it is. That was that was one of the the handcuff glitches. Like I said, the way I remember was uh, that one. Oh, this shit. That shit. Oh, I didn't know. Oh. The handcuff. Uh, well, the no, handcuff. that's not the handcuff one. The, the the handcuff one was the one that I explained. But this is just some of the bullshit glitches that I I've never seen these until obviously watching them on YouTube. But the the handcuff one I witnessed like straight up and down. Like I witnessed that shit in the in the fucking arcade spot. Like I still can't believe I seen that shit, man. But great times, great times back in the day, man. Fucking video games and shit. Like that's the one thing I miss about getting up with my peoples and shit like that. Like yeah. used to, you know. You, you ever played a, a a rainbow cabinet? No. What the hell is it? Rainbow cabinet is uh, pretty much like a a bootleg version of Street Fighter Two. It is Street Fighter Two, but there was um certain like there were different. It was like a different version. So like um Guile's Sonic Boom was multiple sonic booms or like reuse uh hadouken is home and now it's not it's not just straight through it's actually waving up and down oh i i think i did i did play one with that i didn't know that's what it was called at the time but i did play one where they ryu and ken both had the it had like the double fireballs that yep. that crisscross like this and it, i played that one and then I played the one, I'm sure we all might have seen this cabinet before, the one where you can throw, pretty much make a wall of Hadoukens all the way up. And yep. you jump yeah, up. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that with Ken, yeah. You yep. just keep rolling through the screen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I've seen people lose yeah. to making that wall and still get beat. Like, it's ridiculous, but, man, reminiscing on too much good shit. The rainbow cabinets are a reason why hyper-fighting in uh, Street Fighter Two Turbos well, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember because uh, it was when Champion Edition came out. Then it yep. was like, okay, they finally expanded, um, and then it was just like people wanted something different too. And then the Turbo was just like crackhead speed shit, yep. and it got annoying. Especially we used to when we played on the Super Nintendo, turn that shit all the way up to ten, yep. and it was like, yep. all right, you know, ADHD activated. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so yo, vibes. <laughs> too much to I, we can we can keep talking video games all fucking day. If you ask me because here's some wild shit though. Remember the intro to Street Fighter 2? What is yeah. this? was the crowd and the two dudes fighting. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and yeah. the black dude is the one getting uppercut. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I always wondered if those were ever gonna be characters. The two it, it, that scene had nothing to do with the game. Completely. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely no, nothing. No, I was like, yo. <laughs> Yo, Jamal, you want you want to talk? You don't want to talk about shit that they had nothing to do with the game. Yo, remember the car? Like, what was the car about? Oh, that was the, the car. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, beating the car up and then the yeah, barrel. You had to beat the car up, yeah, with a certain time. No, and then the, and then the barrels too. The barrel the drop. Barrels, the yep. other one we yeah, had the barrels hit. <laughs> wow. They have that wow. in Street Fighter Five, actually. Fucking the barrel drop shit. It's not as easy. It's not as easy as it used to be. But you could just stand in, just freaking uppercut, uppercut, uppercut. Oh, I, I yeah, they started. They they brought that back for Street Fighter Four as well with the um with the car. Yeah, that's right. The car was in four. The barrels are in five. Mm. That's the yeah because they didn't bring the car back, like, but it was an old ass six? Lexus. Oh yeah. Oh. Like all right, so this morning I was drawing one of the new characters uh, for six, uh, Kimberly, in which finally, you know, they got a black woman. Yeah, you know, I was I was getting I was getting a little scared there, you know. And Elena, she's not necessarily, uh, she's not necessarily black. She's like dark skin, but she ain't black, black. So well, but now you have like a like this is confirmed black character. Um, other than Balrog, no, I'm saying yeah, I was gonna say we always had Balrog, even yeah. though the Japanese did us dirty with that fucked up hairline, that whack, that whack cut. Yeah, but then, but then they did fix it with DJ. Yeah, I mean they DJ. did at least fix it with DJ, like, but them them fucking nasty V cuts in the front, <laughs> like a crack day show. The story with, and the story with uh, Bison, um, Bison, yep. Balrog, Vega mm-hmm. was a whole different mess. Yeah, because they were afraid that they was gonna get uh, sued by Mike Tyson mm-hmm. because Bison Balrog was supposed to be M Bison. Mm. Balrog, Balrog was originally M Bison, and, Vega. and Balrog was Balrog was well, who M Bison is? Yep, that was the that was that that's who it originally was. But because the game came out at the time of, uh, you know. The Dynamite Kid Tyson era when he was dropping everybody in thirty seconds or less, yeah, it, it, yeah, they they had to change it because they didn't want to get sued, and thankfully they did because it works out. It works, but it, thankfully they did change it. But yeah, yeah, that's just a little piece of Street Fighter history for y'all who didn't know already. But we here, we 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 close to wrapping up. And I got to tap into your musical brain real quick. Yes. <sighs> this fucking game, and I'm not, I'm not playing the song. It's not worth playing. But did y'all hear oh. Game's diss track to Eminem? The Black Slim Shady track. Yes mm. no. Did y'all, did y'all hear it? Once I heard it was 10 minutes, it, it completely turned me off. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, I, I can't, I, I just can't, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna listen to it after the show. Jamal, unfortunately, I did not listen. To it. I, I seen when it came through. I just didn't have the time to give it no oxygen, man. <laughs> and and y'all know how y'all know how I am about the game and his music. It's, but I listened to it by way of my friend Lou's show. Shout outs again, Lou. To, from the BX, the Everything Podcast. He did a, a a live reaction on his podcast to it. And before I actually show my my feelings towards it, what, what was your feelings towards this all shit? Right. So all together, the album is just two hours long, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I'm a, first of all, let, let me give you a little background. 
I Fridays is my favorite days because I love listening to new music. And so any anticipated album that comes out, I'm I'm down for it like at 12 new I mean 12 midnight listening to it before I put in my my two cents. And I'll go through it constantly with my boy Kenny and we'll share music. But um with with the game's new album, it, it was two hours long, 30 tracks, over 30 features, and I I I think I had enough by um by the time I got to the fifth track. Um the, the single all right, wow, but I'm and the funny thing is I like the game, I like his music, but I as like albums and productions and stuff like that, projects such and such. I can't hang. There's only certain songs that I like from them on. And some of them are features and some of them are singles, but I can't have it all in one take. That's like too much. Um, but but that's just me and that's that's just my palette, right? So with with this um Black Slim Shady, 10 minutes long, you've like, you know, I can't handle C4. My mind goes all over the place. You see how I you hear how I talk. This is not I'll, send, I'll, send, I'll send you his TikTok later about the C4 Jamal. Right. It was funny. I hit him while he was on his live today. And I was like, I literally was going to the store to get one. And I had one. And you know the C4 energy drink? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's which, what you're talking about. In which I was reminded by like 18,000 people. That it's not an energy drink. It's a it's a pre workout. Yeah, it's a pre workout. I'm like, thanks for reminding me. I'm, I'm that was like the that is the worst sentence you could tell me right now today. That like I I know I know like you didn't. It was like, don't you read the can? Didn't you read the comments? Somebody already told me. <laughs> but but yeah, Black Slim Shady, uh, ten minutes long. Had an intro. That I didn't care for. It, it sounded like he was just trying to, like, um, I, I guess it, it sounded more of a head nod within the first two um, verses instead of instead of just going for gusto. It, this could have been solved in like three, four minutes if that if that was the case. But you had a lot to say. Ten minutes. It just kind of equivalated um, half um, half the twenty years that that you had a grievance. With uh, Interscope, Shady Aftermath, and G Unit, that—that's what it sounded to me within the last verse. I think that could—you could have just took all the fluff away and just kept that last verse. It would have been more solid. But boy, um, he did try. He did try. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it. Is you tried. You give him a little, you know, give him a little red star to represent, you know, who he represented for his life. And it's like you tried. Son. If he didn't you respond, tried. if he doesn't respond by Monday, I would laugh. No, if Eminem does, see now, yeah, if Eminem yeah. does not respond to this track, Eminem won. If Eminem <laughs> responds to this track, Eminem won. Game evoked the spirit of Eminem back when he first came out. Yeah. So he literally went back 20, 25 years to rap like that Eminem, the Slim Shady Eminem back then, or at least try to. Right. This is from my point of view on this whole track. Like he tried hard to do, but no, what let me let me all right, let me clarify to give it some. I'll, I'll shoot this record some bail 
he was rapping. It wasn't my kind of raps. It wasn't good, but he was rapping. He was taking Eminem-like jabs back in 96 Eminem. Like, first Slim, like this whole record yeah. was like the first Slim Shady album type mm, of rapping. Yeah. And he had some joints in there here and there, little bars here and there. But overall, overall, though, it was one big swing and a miss. But this was my true reaction. <laughs> this here was my true <laughs> reaction to this fucking song. Yo, TikTok. Yeah, I, I just heard the game's this track, yo, on Eminem. I got to let y'all know what this diss track really, really is, man. I really got to let y'all know. Yo, TikTok. Yo. I couldn't have said it any better. If you saw what was displayed on that video, that was game's diss track. If that was an attempt to be a diss track, I'm telling y'all, you know what? Go go boost his algorithm. Go boost his spins. Give it a listen. I didn't because somebody else did it for me. <laughs> so I was able to sit and listen. I listened to a podcast that played the joint, and that's how I heard it. And I was like, yeah, game is who I think he is. But quick question. Between what you heard from game and then MGK's this, which one stood better? I would say MGK's, and I barely heard his. MGK's, this was I right, actually. It was, yeah, it was, it was I right compared to Nah, G. This is, this is Nah, son. This, is, <laughs> this gets you the the Ed Love of cardboard. Come on, son, like yeah. that. Nah, I, and I mean, why? Like it was he for up, what? Did, brought up old shit. Brought up old shit. Eminem probably ain't even thinking about his ass. So. Yo, the way Eminem can win this battle is by not, not giving this no life. I can see that. Don't. But if he wants to, to be honest with y'all, y'all got to go listen to it. But to be honest with y'all, he can kill this whole track in like a Jay-Z, Biggie type of level of diss. You can give this whole track four to six bars, maybe eight bars, and end his whole shit. His whole 10-minute video of... A- yeah, and 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 I'm talking about that as because of the caliber MC that Eminem is that yeah. we know he is. Yeah, he might not make danceable tracks. We know that he doesn't make music. Let's keep it real. He doesn't make music that has like true staying power. You know, like we don't go. Nobody, not many people, really go back and say, "Yo, I gotta go listen to this." Like that's like a a feeling of. Once in a while, you know what? I haven't heard this in a long time. Let me listen to it for you know. But nobody, nobody, nobody plays this music at parties, right? No. But but but, and you know what? The same thing can be said for Black Thought too, as far as nobody plays his music for parties. But when you think about, to me, I think when I think Black Thought, I can think Eminem because those are two MCs that literally you don't really want to rap in front of or behind in some cases. It's always been those two, with, with with the exception of a few others. You know what I'm saying? Is they're rap gods, man. They're rap gods. They did did they? Some people, and I get it. Some people, Eminem just ain't their thing, no matter what. Yeah. Some people, it's just fuck that white dude, yeah. straight up and down. You know, some people get that kind of thing. But realistically, when it just raps, and then too, people just talk that shit about how his flows and stuff. Like 
listen to Kendrick Lamar and listen to Eminem in as they progressed over the years. Like they're more using their flows in in vocal cords as instruments yeah. more than just the raps. You know, like they're hitting flows that like the common MC ain't gonna dare to touch right. because they yeah. can't make that shit make sense. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know what? Let let, let me give Game some credit. I heard the album is alright. I refuse to listen to Game. Okay. I heard like, it's alright. Um, Home Invasion is my favorite. Out of like, I I think he killed it on that one. But if he would have just took the, if he would have just took that energy that he put in for Home Invasion into into the Black Slim Shady and not call it the Black Slim Shady. If you was going to dis M, I think that would have been more decent. Like there, I it, and it happens for a lot of rappers where the 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 title of the song doesn't match the energy of the title, and then the next track, and then the next track would be this the song that I was like, why? That's like, that, that's a huge problem just with me as a whole, like. I, I mean, I love Griselda. I love everybody over there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like, you go, you go, you go down the titles of some of their tracks, and the the names have nothing to do with the songs. That's just something that personally bothers me at times. Like the song, but the difference is their songs are actually good. Yeah, it's just the titles of the songs compared to most. Like, most of those those wrestler name songs, like yeah, yeah. 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 You you don't like that? No, I I, I love that. I, I no no. I love the songs. I love that he's giving credit and props yeah. to like you know like he got Scott Hall. He's Scott got Hall the fucking. My, my I'm sure he got Kevin Nash. He's got mm-hmm. joint. He's got mad joints named after wrestlers, but there are nothing. It's literally like it's nothing about the wrestler. Period. Right. You yeah, give Rick it Martel. Like, <laughs> so, I saw like, that I was like Rick Martel. <laughs> like, like, right. Wow. Right. <laughs> and it's like I said. I want to be clear. I like the songs. Yeah. But to me, things should make sense. Yeah. And it's you're gonna name the song after something that you're not even rapping about in the song. Yeah. The song is dope. Song is dope. Name it that. It's like why is this dope? But why did you name it that? I get it. <laughs> I get it. You want to attract people? Holy shit, yo! I haven't heard of the the model Rick Martel's name in a minute. Mm. <laughs> he ain't talking about Rick Martel. Like. Nah. <laughs> see um I, I guess uh when it when it comes to wrestling bars uh, two come out uh comes up instantly for me which is uh action bronson and mega ran shout out to mega ran i got yeah. that's another dude i i i i don't i don't know him mm. but i could have probably met that dude years ago through the homie jason because right yeah that yeah, dude yeah, is nice. Yeah. Word. Um the the book of boba um freestyle this year, amazing. Um, and also the uh goodbye to the bad guy. Really good. Love it. And it, and he gave he gave me uh Ricky Rose vibes, so I, I was definitely down for that. But but Action Bronson, no. I mean, he always drops wrestling. Bar- At least he drops the yes. bars about the wrestlers in the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Always, all the time. And no, he doesn't sound like Ghostface, you assholes. That, he doesn't. That's his voice. <laughs> I remember that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that was crazy. Word, word, man. But 
I think we ran the gamut today. Yep. I think we went through a little bit of everything. Sean, you always welcome back. Oh, yeah. Like I say, you, you welcome back to kick it whenever. Thank you so much. You know what I'm saying? But right around the fucking corner, y'all. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> right around the corner. Definitely having a cookout. Definitely bring the cigars. I'll bring the drinks. We we have a great time. Something, you know, something. But as you the main guest here, this is your show today. You get the first round of the final shout outs as we close it out. All right. So shout out to uh, shout out to DDS, Divide District Studios. Shout out to my fiance slash wife or about to be future wife, Jody DeReal. Uh, well, welcome to the dark side. Once you get there. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to um, the VHS crew, Lednito, Sean Stevens, uh, Art Attack, Kenny, Cash Money, Kenny. Uh, who else? Who else? Shout out to uh, followers and the other crew from TikTok. You know who you are. Thank you so much. Um, finally went viral off of that C4 video. Uh, shout out to the, shout out to the um, down south musclehead juices who, who had to remind me. Yeah, shout out to starting five. Um, shout out to H and I C J one. Yeah, I think I covered it. Shout out go. to moms. Shout out <laughs> to pops. They made me. <laughs> I mean, big O. Oh man, as always, man. Shout out to Lords and shout out to Parkchester. Shout out to the to the viewers, man. That um that have been coming back, you know, coming back watching these um watching these podcasts, man. We appreciate it. Um, that's pretty much it, man. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, yo. First of all, shout out, Sean. Appreciate you being on the show, brother. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. You know, big fan. Um, like like the mayor said. You're welcome here anytime. Come, come often. Come on the show often. Yeah. Um, shout out to the mayor, of course. You know, shout out to Big O, Littleton's finest. Shout out to all our listeners and everybody there. Peace to Ishtar. Peace to Disabled Planets. <laughs> <laughs> those are fucking, uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you about that when we're done. But those are just this uh, mishaps that just get shouted out every week. Mm. Just like everybody else who, uh, supports us big ups to all of y'all big ups to tj and jp who couldn't make it this week big ups to you brothers here on the show sean once again thank you for coming through thank you you know what i'm saying uh now you know exactly where i live so no more (laughs) no more yo you nah we we here now you know what i'm saying um i'm gonna get i don't know if you drink but i have extras of these fucking bottles of champagne that i got some Brazilian oh. shit, so you could take that with you. Thank you. I, I got extras. I, I appreciate so, you. Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that. Oh, it just just lay it on top of there. It's fine. Okay. We got gifts. Gifts. No donations. No donations. Gifts. Gifts. Oh shit. Home and Rose Beyond that you want. Oh, okay. Gotta let my daughter get a copy of it. And this is all your this is yep. Oh no, I see the whole team. MacArthur, Leon, Cole. Yep, that's the first one. And then the second one is all me. <laughs> okay. Dope, dope, dope. That, I'm definitely gonna dive into that and give that to my daughter to read into also. And now we gotta actually just throw it in a well, if the marker worked. Well. You know what? While he's doing that, we're going to say peace. We'll see y'all on the next episode. Right.